Welcome here to Take Break Action and the Freedom Hustler Show. Today I have a very special invited. Uh, here I have Mikkel Mays, which is the director and one of the founders of Sun Creature and the, the Tales of Alitrion uh, games and series. So welcome, Mikkel. Hello, thanks. So first of all, uh, I would like to ask you, how did this project was born? Like, how did you decided to do it? Uh, what, what was the reasons and all that? And the history behind it. Well, um, it started pretty many years ago now. We, um, me and Kenneth, were on our second year of the animation workshop in Denmark, and um, we were a bit tired of uh, doing 3D, so. We went back to uh, 2D animations and started to make these jams against each other where we would pick a theme like Pokemon, then we would write down three Pokemons uh, each other and then we would battle each other in animation. And this way we would kind of develop an animation style together um, and making storytelling. It, it worked like this. I would draw um, my trainer, throw up Bulbasaur, and then um, I would give the scene to him and he would animate his throw Pokemon and then we would battle each other and uh, react on the other one animations um, and we decided to uh, start a company together uh, after the education but first we would like to make a movie together and that's how we came up with the idea for the reward um, where we directed the film together and created it um, and it was very much about enjoying the journey instead of focusing on the goal like you, you know People take a doctor's degree, uh, working and like studying for 12 years, becoming this, and in the end, it might not be the degree that matters, but the friends you met on the way. Um, so it was very much our own story uh, we put in the film, and us two as characters. And then we went out in the world, um, where I went to France to work for a company called uh, Dantelou, and he went to uh, Barcelona to work for a company called Headless. And um, then when we came back, we started the company with our friend Bo, who directed a film called Under the Fold during our studies. And the three of us, we uh, started to uh, to um, make this Tales of Lethrian series come true. It's been a long journey uh, with, uh, we, of course, the, the Kickstarter made it all possible. And since then, we've just been through so many things. So now the studio is uh, seven people and we're working hard to, to make this series come to life. Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, did you just decide to go to Kickstarter immediately, or did you talk about like uh, going to a studio, propose the projects, or something like that? Um, it was very um, what's called a hit and run kind of mentality. We uh, we we had the um, the film coming out, and we talked about months before. Man, how are we going to uh, survive as a young company? No one knows. We just made a short film like everybody else. How are we going to make a series? <laughs> um, and we knew that it would take 10, 12 years if we were going to classical broadcasters and pitching and all these things. So um, when the movie started to get a lot of attention from Reddit, uh, Vimeo, and YouTube, it, it had in one day it got 164,000 views. And when that happens, we just immediately said, we're doing it. 
now we are going live. And then in, people uh, prepare their Kickstarter sometimes for 10 months, but we uh, prepared the whole Kickstarter in three weeks, click launch, and put the amount we knew we would need for, for the series, which was a lot of money, and it was kind of brave. We even went for such a high uh, amount for the goal, being infamous. But people helped us the whole way through, uh, cross-promoting us on Kickstarter and and um, uh, promoting us everywhere on articles and stuff. So pretty fast we got this reputation uh, on the internet. And when the Kickstarter was through, broadcasters started to contact us, but they wanted to change it to a children's content and uh, make it a feature film instead of a series and, and uh, you know, try to change it to something it wasn't. So we actually said no to all that and took it in our own hands. And uh, right now I think that was a, a good choice so we can do the series we would like to do. So you decided to go and do it yourself with Kickstarter because it allows uh, like more freedom to do what you want to do, right? Yes. Of course, we um, we would love to do a series for for we we have other projects in mind as well. We have created for for children and for feature films and all that. But the reward is something we couldn't change into something. It is not like changing the title and removing the main characters and all these kind of things. It's uh, we have this very clear idea of what we want to do with this project, and that's also why Kickstarter and crowdfunding and the internet uh, is where we're, we're putting it out. Um, because here we can feel the connection from the from the audience and the fans, and we we can interact with the with the audience, and that makes us want to do it even more because it becomes a common project more than just our project, and it becomes an open thing. Uh, for for everyone, and uh, that's just that's just some something we as teenagers or young uh, people with um, with you know idols and fantasy projects we loved. You know that's something that's so much um, what's it called. It has a lot of value uh, to be able to be invited into a project like this. At least if I was in their shoes. Awesome, because yeah, it's definitely a great project. Like, and just think about it. Like, I'm I'm in El Salvador, like a three-world country, like way far away from you. Yeah. And even in this type of countries, the project is being known. Like when yeah. I found the reward, uh, the, the that the first Kickstarter campaign has already been over, so I was oh, I cannot fund this. <laughs> but yeah. but I love that video. Uh, I I thought that the first that the reward uh, has pretty much like the history of any entrepreneur, which goes yeah. into trying to get this goal. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't know what he's going to find. He just knows that he must go to this path. And yeah. at the end, like the, the real reward is that one be becoming a stronger, like one becoming the best version of themselves. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh what in your opinion uh what are the ingredients that a campaign must have in order to be successful in kickstarter well now we are on our second kickstarter for the whole series hopefully we'll get a, a, a couple of episodes more um i think that we have been 
very lucky to have the hype around the project. If we had not gotten a lot of attention and and um, made the first Kickstarter while the window was still open, I don't think it would have become a success. Um, I think either you have to make something that people know, or you have to be a famous person so people will say, okay, I trust these guys. Uh, I think it's very difficult um, to, like if we had made the reward, but without having the reward first, I don't think it would have gone through uh, because it's that kind of trust you need from people first. Um, I went to uh, to Texas actually in America to, uh, and took high school when I was 16, 17 years old. And uh, it's because of my friend, Ross Bradfield, that we're, we're even uh, doing it. He's uh, working for us now over in state together with a guy called Jess Destacio in New, New York. And um, so we have this connection as well uh, uh, and bridge with you guys over there. Um, and that's also something that made it possible because even though Kickstarter is in Denmark now, we wouldn't have been able to do it uh, without having our friends over there and partners. I see. Oh, yeah, definitely. They're, they're, at the end, it's money. Like you're asking people to trust you with, with their money. So you have to be able to show up that you are not just going to take it and do something bad uh, out of it. And I think there is always the issue of that. I don't know. I have seen many series where which started pretty good. And when they tried to uh, push further, it was like the quality was being lost. Yeah, true. <laughs> In this case, I don't, I don't think it is the same. Like, for example, we had the reward, which was way small, uh, a small film. Yeah. So I think that started like many doubts. Oh, it's going to be a series, the same quality and all that. And then you you took out the first episode <laughs> from the yeah. first hero. And he's, oh, this is so much more amazing than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I said it, it was also definitely a journey the whole way through um, to make the first uh, hero. And um, yeah. It's been uh, it's been a crazy process, and uh, even though we reached we went over the estimated deadline, I think the episode also became double the length, and uh, the quality became so great. So I think we we did very good with that. Now I, I have a question here because I've been in the animation industry. Uh, I I've, I am I'm friends with a lot of animators. Right now we are even trying to start our own animation ourselves. Yeah. And I know the, the the kind of work that it takes to do something like this. Yeah. So uh, I seen that the last episodes has like uh, like a little amount of frames per second, but at the same time the quality of the animation is really amazing. So what I wanted to ask, like, how much time did it took to uh, to do? the 22 minutes animation and how many animators did it take? Well, we um, we made all of it in-house. Um, we made all of it in the studio and we were two seconds. Can you hear the keyboard over there? Huh? Okay, it's just it's just to be sure. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, but we made all of it uh, in-house 
uh, in the studio, but we had people coming from uh, France and actually also uh, um, South America and um, different places of the world just coming for a summer internship or, uh, you know, helping out for a little while, I think. At the biggest in the summer 2014, we were 14 people working in the studio, but usually we are seven people working in the studio. We've just uh, created an animation style where we take, the, of course, the 12 basic rules of animation, but then we cut in, and cut in them and focus more on like the acting poses and then going from pose to pose. Um, so we have a lot of smears and, uh, and tricks which have made the animation much more uh, um, what's it called? It, it looks great, but it's still more efficient for us to make it uh, because it's faster and we, we skip the cleanup process uh, since we are cleaning up while we animate. We do the roughs, we clean them up, and then we redraw the cleanup and move around. So we have these techniques we use when we animate. And Kenneth Lelke is our animation leader and is really good at, uh, at um, giving these. Uh, animation techniques to other people. And what has been the hardest part of doing this type of animations? I think the hardest part has been to find people like ourselves uh, who doesn't think Disney animation, who can uh, throw themselves out of a comfort zone and animate in a way where you're like, oh, is that going to work? Oh, it worked. You know, um, um, we actually had to take some very good animations and remove frames for it to fit on style. So when people come and say, oh, it's cheaply animated, we have actually on purpose gone in and removed um, two uh, animations on twos and put it on fours and fives so it would fit into the style. Um, but the most difficult for, for the project has definitely been people from the industry telling us what to do all over. Uh, like do this, do that, uh, go with the series like that, uh, go with it here, here, here. That has been the most difficult because every people think that they are right, but in the end, it's yourself who has to say, okay, we'll do this, uh, because if we are not agreeing in the group what to do uh, in the studio, then it's not fun to work on. You know, we have to all say we want a, a series and we want this and this and this, and if we change it too much, then it's gonna, then the communication and the idea of the project starts getting spread out. So in the beginning, that was a bit tough. Yeah, yeah I can imagine like uh, something that happens a little bit in entrepreneurship as well with uh, building your own company, like everybody's telling you uh, uh, in how to do things. Yep. And it's not that they are wrong, like they could be right for their own model of doing mm. things. But at the end, one has another model. And if it is true that we have like to be a little bit receptive because they might have some good ideas or little small chunks of, of advice that we can take. Yeah. There's uh, there's definitely a, a lot to like to take into, into consideration when you have to do uh, the thing you need to do, especially in these type of projects when the most important thing is connecting with people, I think. Exactly. And also um, trusting people and and always thinking like, how can we use this uh, guy in a way? And you know, like people have so many good uh, things, we wouldn't have been here without all the help we've gotten from people. So that's been super nice. Let's see. 
And right now, I well, I see that the this Kickstarter project is working out pretty good. Uh, you are really close to your goal. Uh, on this yeah. to the first goal, I think you're going to get. Uh, I'm, I think you're going to be getting like two or three times more if this keeps this way. Uh, obviously, I, I, there is nothing I wish more than <laughs> than you can film all the all the episodes. <laughs> yeah, but I think we'll we'll try to find out a way where we're going to be able to make like if the Kickstarter misses some episodes in the end. Which is pro it probably will, you know. Uh, if we get like two or three episodes, that would be awesome. But then we have to figure out a way how we can get the other episodes uh, through another way, um, like keeping the Kickstarter going on another page, or um, or making the other episodes into comics as uh, little stretch goals instead. Uh, we have to figure out a way how to be able to tell all these stories, um, and hopefully we're going to be able to make. Um, Many of them because of the Kickstarter. That would be awesome. Yeah, because uh, personally, I I do want to see all these stories. And I was looking at the comics of Thug Life, and I was uh, I don't know. I had like mixed feelings because it was like oh, so that's how it started. <laughs> but in the end, it's like oh, so sad. She's going to die. Like <laughs> now, I don't want yeah. her to die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're putting out a new uh, video update today where you can. Um, where we're presenting the daughter's uh, character a bit more, um, like Tira, Tira is the name. Um, and as you have seen on the Kickstarter, we put out an, an update every day where we are introducing all the characters of the show so people can vote them in, um, which we think is really, really fun because then we can like sit as like the commentators in the back, oh man, Emirates is so much ahead. What if Vito uh, have found some horses and they are just up, uh, Behind her, and you know these kind of things, but um, but all the stories are, are very good, and we really hope to be able to tell them all. Of course, some of them are more uh, happy and fun, uh, and some are more tragic, as you uh, have uh, learned by now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because after uh, watching her story, I was oh no, I like now I get where she comes from, and I, and I got sad because oh she's going to die off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We had so, a fun. Uh, sorry. Yes. Uh, we we had a fun idea once where like this is long ago, but one of the ideas we had when we hadn't made Tira's story yet, um, we had uh, Tira, Uruth, and Sid um, travel out to find the gods who can grant a wish, a wish, um, to resurrect uh, Mira and get her back. But then she turned. <laughs> Then she turned into a zombie, and zombies are super weak in the lands of Letheran. So it was just like uh, they tried to eat them, but they could just like. And then we're like, no, no, we don't wanna, we don't wanna twist these characters more. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> like, it cannot be worse than that, you know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no, please don't do that. <laughs> no, no, we will never ever do that. Her story is actually really good. Um, it's a very, uh, it's a very cool story about her finding out and learning um, how to move on and not get stuck in the past. Uh, of course, uh, she has some things to settle, settle with Wilhelm, which uh, I don't want to spoil. Um, but um, but she she's actually a very cool uh, character, Tira, who hides her feelings and sorrow through anger, uh, and she is on all the want, wanted posters of a, of a, 
of the Lutheran's walls. <laughs> she becomes a much better thug than her mother. Nice. So uh, coming into the histories, because you are definitely, I, 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 I see you right now on your team, like an amazing group for inventing these cool histories. Uh, how is your process on creating the histories? Uh, how do you get them so amazing? Well, um, obviously we're all storytellers who love to tell stories and to sign. And that's also why you draw in the first place, to be able to, to communicate uh, through images. So I think for me personally, I played Dungeons and Dragons uh, since I was 12 and was the game master. And I even got a job as a dungeon master in a youth club, sitting and playing with these uh, kids uh, three times a week. Um, and before animation, I had a comic on 500 pages, which I still, uh, you know, think back on sometimes taking little elements. It's a really cool story. Um, but I just, you know, I love telling stories. And know Kenneth does too. And um, what we wanted to, uh, uh, how, how we, we progress with this is that usually back in the days when, uh, when we did the reward, we would sit in a cafe and ping pong with each other. Like, oh yeah, what if he was a magician? Yeah, yeah, he could be a warrior. They should play guitar. Yeah, and if not a guitar, maybe this. And you know, we would ping pong and create these ideas. And when we had our minds all way, all almost exploding of uh, cool ideas and stories, then we would write them all down on post-it notes, post them up on the walls and have like 200 post-it notes of ideas and, and settings. And then we would scale them down to two post-it notes and then scale them up again and then down and then up and down. So we would always like, Create a good idea, sort out the best. Create a good idea, sort out the best. Then from that, we would make the storyline we wanted. Like, should it start in the past? Should it start in the future? Uh, do we see the childhood? Who are the relations? What are the connections to the other characters? We would split them out, put it out, put it in. And then basically, when we had done that, I would go in and write the scripts. Then we would do the, uh, the story beats. And we would do story beats together, and then he would do the storyboards, and then Bo would sit and edit it into an animatic. Then we would have these things. So um, basically, all the seven of us in the studio, uh, we're a really good team who works very well together, like sending assignments to each other. Like Simon sits and do the backgrounds, sends it on. Chibo um, sits and do the designs and animations we need, sends it in. Uh, Charlotte sits and plans out the whole uh, way of uh, funding it and doing it and post it and we do the editing and controlling the different things while me and Kenneth direct and and um, and uh, and create so yeah I think it's it's very much a process and um, of course a process is not not always easy we have to uh, get into like these uh, like yeah 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 then we do this and then like no I don't think so and uh, then you know it's it's a lot of uh, of having fun creating story, and then killing your darlings and creating it again, and killing your darlings, creating it again, getting a lot of people to look at it and see it and get feedback. But uh, yeah, we're just happy that we get to make these fantasy stories uh, that we used to like just sit and talk about around a table with dices, and now we we actually get to uh, to tell them uh, out in the world. If it makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, I could see all, all the process in my head. I think we're going to be using a little bit of your, uh, a lot of your tips to create in ours. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, here, 
after all this uh, it's over like all the tales are t are told uh do you think that you're going to do another another history are you going to continue uh what's your vision for new projects in the future sorry um what am i what are, what are our future plans what yeah pretty much like uh after the tales of Elysium, uh do you uh are you thinking about doing something else, or do you want to continue these tales for for uh, a longer time? Yeah, I think Tales of Lithran will not stop right uh, in the in the near future. Uh, I'm very up for creating this universe and keep expanding it and making it uh, because it's it's a world. You know, it's uh, it's not just a short movie anymore. It's a it's a world that then that has a timeline and has a, ser a setup of character characters. And we're actually creating a role-playing system in the world so people can create their own stories in the world. We have all these different races which uh, which are alliancing or, or, or making war against each other. And, you know, it's, it's, a really, it's a really fascinating world which has a lot of possibilities. So, of course, we're going to continue doing the reward. But there are also other projects um, Obviously, we, we have to do other things as well uh, when, uh, like, we have been doing uh, some commercials and working for feature films and, and companies that we work together with um, in order to also survive as well. Um, and, uh, and then we have another project called Spirit Seeker, which is like the reward, but it's more focused uh, towards uh, broadcasters and children. Uh, we made that when when actually we spoke with uh, with Amazon um, and uh, Cartoon Saloon, an Irish company we work with, and they would like to have the reward, but without the reward, uh, violence and characters and title, so uh, children couldn't find it after that seeing the series. <laughs> so that that show is something where we we have been pitching uh, around. Um, and you know, it would just be a dream case scenario. We both do the reward of that project. But let's see. Um, let's see what the future brings. I look forward for the reward, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me too. Yeah. So, for all the people who are starting out and who want to follow like this path of doing Kickstarter, doing their own animation, uh, what would be your advice to them? Okay, I think it depends. If, are these guys doing animation as well? Uh, yes. Well, I think that question goes most for us as well because we are building a, a we are starting a, an animation ourselves that is called Tempo Strip. Uh, we won a prize to to get it started. So uh, this month we are getting the money and we are going to start working towards it. So. Right now we're okay, trying cool. to get all the advice possible because it's our first. Definitely, definitely send a mail so uh, I can see the project and give feedback. Awesome, thanks, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think for for new uh, companies who does uh, Kickstarter and uh, and series, I think it's very important that um, that you burn for it first of all yourself and trust in the project. If it's just a simple, uh, if there's just a little bit like. You're doing this for money, or doing this for uh, because other people tell you to, then it doesn't work. It has to be something that comes from you, and the people can see that you want to to get out, because then it it uh, inspires people, 
and uh, and people would like you to succeed succeed in it. It's just like watching a heavy metal band and you hate heavy metal. If the band really means it and goes up in it, it can become the best concert in the world. If it makes sense. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the same thing. If you really, really, really went for your project, there's no chance that it won't succeed because you have around 70 years of doing it if you use your whole life. <laughs> it, it makes sense, right? Um, yes. Time is not a problem for us. Uh, on the reward, we just really want to make it. And um, and you have to climb the stairs, even though we had a very good start with the Kickstarter, we still weren't big enough to be known. And we're still not actually a known company uh, uh, more than in the animation industry. Uh, if I go out on the street and ask, do you know the reward or Suncree Studio, they go like, uh, no, is that a gift? You know, uh, or, um, and um, I think that success comes with time and dedication and talent and working with good people. Um, if you have fun with it and you don't care about how long time it takes to get it, then you'll get it. But when you make a Kickstarter, it's much more also about getting the word out there. If you have something that people will love and you know the people who will love it, it's just a matter of finding those people because then they will become your warriors, your knights of, uh, in our case, knights of the sun, uh, walking out, uh, riding out in the horizon with the banner high, you know, and they become your amb ambassadors and you are your best friends in need. Um, that's how it works on Kickstarter. That's what we learned, at least. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's not a thing you can do alone. No, definitely. Like, first, I think that, that this lesson uh, about taking all the time that it needs. I think that with any goal, it doesn't matter what it is. Like, it could be health. It could be like having a great relationship with somebody. It could be having a business or an animation. Any goal that is worth having is worth dedicating their or whole lives to it. Yeah, exactly. We need to take uh, to think it in in a timeline of ten years or twenty years because we are going to be doing it all our yeah. lives. Exactly, and that's also what we think. Uh, and with the reward, like we won't like. Let's say that the reward gets one episode from this Kickstarter, then we'll still be like, oh man, yes, yeah, we get to make another episode. And then how much money do we have more? Okay, we have enough for a comic. Yeah, we can do a comic and you know, so it's that kind of thing, you know, see the good things in the, in what you get um, and have high ambitions with it. Yeah, definitely. Another thing that I wanted to, to ask you is that, what are the co most common mistakes that you see when somebody's starting up into this path, also think, in animation yeah. and in Kickstarter. Yes, first of all, in uh, let's start with the Kickstarter. Okay. I, I, I thought I saw some uh, some fails on Kickstarter uh, recently, which was really fun to watch. Like where you see the mistakes Kickstarter guys do, and uh, first of all, respect your beggars. They are your your water and food. Uh, and your son when you are uh, walking the desert. Oh, there, the rain in the desert, sorry, not the sun. <laughs> but um, they're away. Um, but anyways, um, your beggars um, should be treated well. 
you need to to engage and talk with them and put out updates letting you know that you exist and show who you are and be honest all the time um be transparent i saw a kickstarter who uh, who like one of the guys said one of the beggars said hey i would like to uh, to put more money but i need to know more about the project because you don't tell enough of it and then the the kickstarter just said who do you think you are man and uh, you have to like to trust us to get what you want and i was like whoa man that guy you know is never gonna succeed because he expect people just put money in uh, his projects you you shouldn't expect it you should just hope for it um and um because basically you're you're giving your baby away to other people uh broadcasters usually have the secrets so they don't compete and you they, you have the project what you're doing is opening up everything and saying Take it or leave it. It's uh, it's open for you. Um, making them your broadcasters or bosses. And I think for animation, the so so yeah. So Kickstarter mistakes is to set the the goal too high that it's not realistic, or and spend too much time on it so you actually lose money in the end. Put too many rewards which you cannot produce. Uh, we put a lot of rewards, but we know we can uh, we can make them <laughs> just uh, pay a lot of money for it and time. But um, but also I think that uh, that you need to um, um, to be realistic as well. Like uh, some Kickstarter creates them uh, uh, is created without thinking about if it's actually uh, is a success or not. You know. Um, um, and for animation, the common mistake I think people do there is to uh, to make too expensive animations with too little money, so they actually can't finish. I think uh, thinking that you can make a Disney quality uh, with a uh, hundred times less money um, is probably not the best way to uh, to start out animation because most animation schools teach people to make animations on twos and to reference um, the incredibles or finding nemo or uh, jungle book and you know uh, that's maybe that's probably not the 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 best way for at least a young animator to think animation unless you want to work in a bigger company awesome so uh, one of the guys uh, who is doing, well, he's the animator of the series that I was talking to you about. His name is yeah. Edmundo Landaverde. Edmundo. Uh, okay. Edmundo, yes. Nice. <laughs> he, he, unluckily, he doesn't know how to speak very well English, but he wanted, uh, he's a great, uh, a big fan of yours. <laughs> of nice. The great nice. As well. You're my fan. Yeah, so he wanted uh, he wanted you to say hi to him, like to send to send a message. <laughs> and his name was something Mundo. El Mundo. El Mundo. El Mundo. Yes. Hello, El Mundo. Is that El Mundo? Yes. <laughs> Hello, El Mundo. Thank you for uh, for sending your thoughts to us, and uh, we hope that you were happy with uh, the first hero, and that you love fantasy as much as us. We hope we can bring you much more. High five. Touch the screen. Touch the screen. <laughs> <laughs> so, right now, pretty much, since we are thinking about Kickstarter, and 
uh, all the team is uh, Latin American. Uh, they do not know how to speak very well the language of English and all that. Yeah. Or, and be, because it takes, well, you know that it takes a lot of time to be an amazing animator and, and to polish their art. They also yeah. don't know about, too much about marketing. Uh, I was actually an illustrator like years ago. Uh, the university killed my passion because it, I had some horrible teachers, but... Uh, that sucks. Sorry about that. Yeah, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> yeah, anyways, uh, one of my dreams when I was a small, like a kid, uh, was like to create an animation. And now that I went more into marketing and businesses and networking and all that, it's like, okay, this is my chance to do, to do this. Like, I will not be the one doing the, the drawings and the animations, but I can help to create this. So I, I, I think that what you told about respecting your uh, your fans you know, and the backers and all that is key. Like, for me, the most, uh, I don't know, the, the holiest thing for me is yeah. the attention of the people. Like, yeah. when people see it and give, give me or give us like five minutes of their time, or even in this case, it's going to be like 45 minutes of their time listening to an interview. Like, I respect that. I do not take that for granted. Like, when when they give us that time and their attention, especially in internet now where like everything is distracting, and then exactly. sit, they sit there to, to listen to us, it's, that's amazing for me. Like that that's the most amazing thing. And that is amazing. Yes. And that's also why uh, both the marketing and the communication uh, department around animation is just as important and the producers obviously they're just as important as the directors and the creators because um, we would never ever uh, be able to to like get out and get seen if we were just the artists sitting in our own world, drawing the things we need people to, to get it out in the world. Animation is such a, a small part of the industry uh, because people just don't know about it. The thing is just for children. But now that we have the internet, uh, teenagers and young adults, we call them uh, kid adults because we still have the love for animation. Uh, that's us. They, you know, they're there and on the internet now they can, they can Tell them, hey, we're there, and we, we would like to see stuff that is not just created for our children as well uh, only, you know. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's nice. Uh, it's, it's cool to get the animation uh, seen more. Definitely. And right now, that, that is like my plan. Like, we haven't even started. Like I, like I said, uh, we are just going to get the money this month. Uh, and probably it's going to take us a year or so to, to start making this happen. But I'm gonna start like connecting with people now. Like I'm starting to give him volume now to to making interviews, uh, to connect with a lot of people, to try to serve the community of people who can who can like our project, who can believe in our project. And I think that's uh, well, as you say, like in the Kickstarter, that's the, the like the blood of the project itself. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, is the team right now there? <laughs> We have uh, Bo and Charlotte here, um, sitting over here. Hi. Hello. Hey there. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for your time. Well, right now, <laughs> Amazing project. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bo, Bo says hi. I don't think uh, you can hear what he says, though, because I have my yeah. speakers. I'm... He says yeah, hi. Yeah. and uh, yeah. 
I could barely hear him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Good. Yeah, cool. But um, awesome. yeah, but do you have more questions? Uh, no, just a any final thought that you want to add? Well, I really, really hope that uh, this new Kickstarter gets a lot of attention and that people understand that 100% funders is actually just the first episode. That's my biggest concern right now. I really hope that people will know that a thousand percent funded is the whole season. Well, <laughs> <Yeah>. let's <laughs> um, see about that. Um, then I just, you know, uh, it's super great that you are, you're doing this uh, program. I also saw that you uh, interviewed Fred from uh, Frederator. That's amazing. He's the guy, man. He's super cool. Yeah, like I, I, I will advise uh, if you want, like just contact him. Like his email is there in, in the website. Uh, it's pretty much Fred at Frederator.com. Yeah. And I think, uh, and he's a really cool guy. Like if you ask for help or advice or anything, he's really open to give it. Sweet. That's awesome. But yeah, but. It's cool. I think that uh, I wish you the best of luck with your uh, animation uh, and Kickstarter. And um, it was nice to talk with you. I hope that we will uh, see much more cool animation in the future. I think we're in, the, in a good era, a golden era of animation coming back to me. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And yeah, definitely. I'm like, you have here like a, a, a huge fan of the reward. I'm pretty much like. Uh, Dumping all over my social networks. Hey, back this break, back this break, this break yeah. is amazing. <laughs> That's nice. You have my so, heart. Okay, it's not probable to open it right now, but uh, I would smash it in right there. <laughs> <laughs> and even uh, as soon as I have ready the post, like in the post, it's going to be okay. Here are the episodes. Here's the project. Go and back this project. Like yes. I really believe Sweet. in it, and I. And I wanted to get back like all the episodes in this into this Kickstarter. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's just hard when you only have uh, butterflies coming out of your pockets when you uh, when you uh, empty them, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. But so, uh, yeah. Thanks a lot for your time, man. And I really hope that all this project gets funded. Yes, we hope so too. We cross our fingers. We have uh, three weeks left. It's actually um, one week has passed, so uh, so we have plenty of time left. It's gonna be uh, pretty cool. It seems that uh, that we have a lot of um, people in our back, so that's really nice. We're so thankful. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, man. See ya. <laughs> See you. Nice to talk with you. Do you have a final?